0: Welcome, everyone, to For Better, Not Worse, the podcast where we talk all things divorce.
1: The goal of this podcast is to erase the stigma and shame around all things divorce, what it means to be a divorce woman, and to share some real, tangible, practical tools, tips, and information.
0: Our podcast encompasses the head and the heart and pretty much everything in between.
1: It also involves a little bit of adult content and language. Like
0: some bad words here and there. Sorry about that, guys. So if you're getting divorced, you're thinking about it, congrats, you're in the right spot. I'm Michelle, I'm a licensed psychologist. I specialize in mindful and cognitive therapy with individuals and couples. And I was a bit of a late bloomer. I was married at 37, divorced at 48.
1: Yay! And I'm Cassie, a bit of an early bird. I'm a coach specializing in working with mental health and service-based professionals and energy worker. I was married at 23 and divorced at 30. Again, yay. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) All right. Let's get into today's episode. Sounds good. Hello. Hey, Michelle. How are you? Hey,
0: I'm great. How are you doing,
1: Cassie? I am good. We are wrapping up season one today. Can you believe it?
0: I can't believe it. That's crazy. Actually, it went by so, so fast.
1: It did.
0: This year is going by fast already. Crazy. It's so crazy, crazy that it's it. almost April.
1: But this week, right Thursday. Holy shit! Yeah. Yeah. April Fool's yeah. Day. Yeah. It's been a very exciting year so far. Yeah. I think at least for us.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think so. It just reminded me of a joke, but I'm not going to say it because it's actually. It's
1: yeah. It's not good. <laughs> it's not even there's gonna be a, this podcast I, I, yeah
0: I think so I'll <laughs> tell
1: you off of <laughs> oh that's too funny
0: it's pretty bad So, 14 year old joke but yeah anyway
1: that's my kind to of be joking. continued you get me yeah
0: I like that candle behind you that no one else can see right now because it's
1: a podcast thank you I mean it's it was, really pretty Atlanta we're in this weird phase of like pollen crazy like it. There's so much pollen here, it turns neon yellowish-greeny on the ground, Uh, but it was really hot on Saturday and then really cold yesterday and today, which is Monday, so the candle warms up my little room.
0: Oh, it does? Yeah. Okay. Because I'm like, is that like a mini fireplace?
1: It's kind of a mini fireplace. It's It's cute. It's a small little office, so it doesn't take much one candle
0: to warm it up. It's colder here today, too. I think it's...
1: uh should i tell you what it is here it's probably 75 and let's
0: see i went to the beach last night that was fun um
1: it is everybody what, listening who doesn't live by the beach is like come on
0: yeah it's 66.
1: Oh. well so, that actually is pretty cold for san diego yep yeah. yep so it is a little bit chilly
0: but you know it, it's it's it's, our, it's what we it's our sacrifice
1: It's perfect weather for celebrating the wrap-up of season one here at For Better Not Worse
0: podcast. 100%. 100%. So what are we talking about today?
1: So we're just thanking everybody for listening. We really just want to both share how much we appreciate everyone who has taken the time to listen to our podcast, who has reached out, uh, sent us emails, and sent us questions. Uh, We've gotten people reaching out to us on Instagram and with our email, which is for better not worse podcast at gmail.com and then give a few teasers for what's coming up in season two. If you want to do that, Michelle.
0: Yeah. You know, um, season two is going to be pretty fun. If we're getting a little more specific in season two, where we kind of talk about, you know, how your, your public or your private divorce starts to become a little more public. So how to deal with, uh, basically telling people, whether it be, you know, people at work, or if you are a parent, maybe at your kid's school, or just your friends. You know, and some of our stories, kind of behind that, how it played out, and you know, just sharing stuff like that. It's never a super comfortable thing, and always feels kind of daunting. Um, so talking about it more, making it more public, uh, and dealing with it from friends to social media to other things. Um, also kind of moving out of that zone. A little bit and looking into dating and what that's like you know like at what point do you start doing that and what does that look like and does that vary based on age and you know what's the dating world like now and just navigating that and swiping one way or the other way and <laughs> making sure that you get that right by the way that's pretty critical
1: and <laughs> and online dating protocols and secrets and all the good stuff yeah
0: yeah exactly when is when is a lie a really a lie (laughs) you know yeah what's appropriate what isn't it's a whole other set of norms and then trying to figure out what you want so that you don't you know repeat the same patterns and same mistakes you know in your what your round two plan b part of your life you know Mm -hmm. where you're like okay let's start this part now you know, and realizing that you're not old, that you're young. That was one big thing that I discovered And you know, that I'm younger than I thought, I suppose, which feels really good. It's almost like getting divorced. You shed about 190 pounds. That's what my ex-husband weighed. (laughs) (laughs)
1: That was the best 30 day shred ever. 100%.
0: (laughs) You want to finish
1: up with some of the other things that we're going to talk about? Yeah, we are also going to have some really exciting guests in season two sharing their stories and their insights and their expertises. Um, and, and we're also going to talk more about talking about divorce in terms of talking about it with children, with your coworkers, with your family, and all of the different responses you might get and really just kind of getting solid in how you want to handle that conversation because you do get to be in control a little bit that is what we have coming up. Yeah, I think did I miss anything? No, I think think
0: one of the themes that we're going to carry into probably the second um, second, what is it? Second season? Yeah, one of those things is about boundaries, right? I mean, that seems to be as far as our book not to like plug that one more time but we do talk about boundaries throughout like boundaries, boundaries, boundaries like it never gets old, you know because it seems like you have to set them Often. And I think we as people, we have to set them in our lives anyway. I mean, that's what I run into in my practice. We don't like to do that. It feels mean, you know. Um, And I think for the most part, nobody wants to feel like a bitch, you know. But um, again, it's kind of like preventing conflict from happening, right, by setting a boundary. But you've got to figure out what the boundary is before, before you even open your mouth, you know, like what you're kind of okay with. You know, I always try to do a baseline when I when I think of when I think of using my voice and or when I'm trying to figure out, you know, what to do, what feels more right versus not. My baseline is always kinda like, well, if there was like a little me there or, you know, a younger person of me asking the same thing, what advice would I give her? And then I follow that. Like if my kids in the same situation, you know, I would be like You know, say if I'm saying, well, you know, I'm not going to, you know, debate that or I'm not going to, you know, if they want to ask me questions, I'll tell them because it would be uncomfortable if I didn't, you know, and I'm like, okay, well, if I want to really test out whether or not that's the right decision, if my kid's asking me, you know, well, this is my game plan, then I'll just kind of like talk about it, even if I don't want to, because it's just easier to do that. And would I tell them, yeah, that's a good idea. (laughs) Probably not without wanting to throw up, you know, so... (laughs) I'd have to tell them, no, do what's right for you. And don't do anything that you don't have to do. Right. Even if it's super uncomfortable, that would feel right. You know? And that's the advice I follow. But, you know, I think the boundary part when you're talking about divorce, it's, it's like if you've ever gone through a breakup at any point in your life, it always feels weird. Like, Oh my God, what are people going to ask me? You know, how do I bring it up? Should I bring it up? Do I owe anybody anything? And those are the themes, right? Like, how do you start talking about it in a way that is smart, that helps you versus other reasons that don't, you know, and, and, and that is kind of more of a freedom versus fear thing. And that's like, I think a big theme of boundaries, you know, making sure that whatever you do, whatever you're going through in the whole divorce process, that your boundaries are there, whether it's with your family your friends, your lawyer, your kids, especially with your kids. Yourself. yourself yeah because your boundaries start with you first mm-hmm. right I mean whatever you do you have to be consistent in with if, with them I mean they can change based on new information but yeah you have to hold yourself accountable and make sure that you hold on to those boundaries and ultimately we all know what's right but mm-hmm. you know it's 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 hard to stick to that because it's not comfortable you know at least initially and, you, and because it's comfortable you... in the long yeah. run but in the in the short term I mean I don't know you don't have to, you've listened to one, uh, I don't know, Brene Brown, t- t- TED Talks, and, and she'll talk about boundaries till, you know, she's blue in the face. W- w- wouldn't it be great to have her on that show? Oh my gosh.
1: I think her speaking fee is $30,000. So.
0: Man.
1: I need to win the lottery. Man. Okay. That's
0: pretty high.
1: <laughs> I mean, maybe it's 20000 but still it's I need to win the lottery. something thousand. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there's, there's a number and a whole lot of zeros. That's all I know. Maybe there's like. Is she there a good Renee herself. Brown that
0: we can get, like, on discount? That, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, where it's like, okay, it's not quite the same thing. And, yeah, yeah, well, I got yeah. Renee Brown for $50. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if anybody named Renee Brown is listening, just feel free to reach out to us.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, so all of those, there's so many things when it comes to divorce. Everything and anything divorce, right? Um, also, yep. you know, talking about prenups right like we had talked briefly about that before because you had done one I didn't do one Mm -hmm. I think that's fascinating and super juicy
1: that was was the most informal thing ever but yeah we're definitely we're talking about a lot of juicy stuff in season two which is going to be very exciting yeah and I think dating itself
0: is one of those things like not just dating but relationships right like
1: and sex after marriage all that good stuff
0: that's right sex Mm -hmm. after marriage and and knowing like how to navigate, navigate your in-laws, right. And, and holidays and spending time with them versus not. You had told me, what was it the other day when we were talking about your friend who um, was divorced and they still hang out. You want to share a little bit about that for a second, since we're here for a few minutes.
1: Yeah. So I have a friend who is remarried and her husband's Ex-wife is still very much part of the family. Goes to family events, and you know, for them, it's not a weird situation. It's just how it is. Like they, they are still friends, and decided, you know, the marriage wasn't going to work. Um, the the first wife the ex-wife uh and my friend's husband when they got divorced they you know realized they had gotten married too young they weren't meant to be married but they were always friends and wanted to stay friends and you know so they still do all of the family things together so like ex-wife new wife all of that and it's not weird for her at all and I feel like that would be weird for me they don't have kids um they don't have kids wow Mm -mm. Yeah. So I, you know, the thing about divorce and one of the other things we're going to touch on in season two is that it's not a one size fits all thing. It's really about doing what works for you and, and really deciding, is this a good healthy choice for you? Is this within your boundary system? Is it not within your boundary system? Is it making you uncomfortable, you know, and, and how to really figure out how to set boundaries for yourself? Cause that would not be something Uh, you and I talked before about that. It would be weird to me. I just think Mm -hmm. that's crazy.
0: (laughs) I I mean, I think that, I think that, yeah, not to go off on a tangent, but it would be, if you have kids together, at least on paper, there's some type of identified motivation for doing that. But if you don't have kids together, The identified motivation is kind of ambiguous. Like, why would you want to do that? Again, like I think I was saying when we were talking before, I'm like, there's a lot of ingredients in a recipe. You know, if I've got a whole thing, a crock pot full of stew, and I decide that all of a sudden now I'm going to take out like the tomato sauce or something. I can't extrapolate just the tomato sauce without stuff lingering in it. You know, I can't say, okay, our relationship is over now. So we'll just keep the friendship part and have it be super clean and pristine without any flavors from anything else on it. It's impossible. And why would I want to do that? Like, you know what I mean? Like, why is that better than a clean break? Like it's, it starts to feel suspicious. Like, you know what I mean? Like people who can't actually walk away because it's healthy, right? To start and end relationships. Not every relationship I think is, let me go backward. Do you ever see that show black mirror? So (laughs) There's, I love it. It's one of my favorites, but there's an episode. It's called hang the DJ where it's like, it's like this dating. I know. Cause they're catchy titles. So, uh, there's yeah. these dating things they give, give people. I know I'm going to butcher this where it's in the future and it's an, an organization that sets people up. Um, and each date has an, like a little timer and an expiration, like the relationship, meaning like it could be a year. It could be one day. It could be 10 years. You don't know how long the relationship's supposed to last, but it's not going to be, the one that's going to be forever. So not every relationship is meant to last forever. Does that mean that you don't put a hundred percent into it just because it's only supposed to last two years No, but when it expires, you don't just hang out there. It's not supposed to last forever. It's healthy. Right. But your friends, it's kind of like, it's weird. I'm like, who said, why does that have to continue? You know what I mean? Like that just, that starts to seem like people who can't actually move on and be okay with that.
1: I mean, I can see how things can morph, right? Like I know people who were friends for a long time, and then that eventually became a romantic relationship that has lasted. But it's really difficult to go back. So I could see how. Yeah.
0: It's really because you can't. You know what I mean, and and not just difficult, but it would be a matter of, is it what is the motivation for doing that? Like it would really have because it's almost impossible, like again, with my analogy about the ingredients, I'm like, if I'm going to take out an ingredient and, and because it wasn't working in it, what am I going to do with it after? And I'm am I going to still have it as a food? Like, you know what I mean? It really has to be worth it. It's weird.
1: I'm not so good at the food analogies because I'm a terrible cook, but, but like, you know, what if you made something a little too salty, then you just, you know, add a little more water and now it's left.
0: Okay. Nope. That's not, that's different
1: like maybe they got married really young and they were this is all speculation because I don't actually know the ex-wife's story but I mean maybe they were just young and you know when you're because they were married very young I think it's like they were married at seven like Mm -hmm. 18 and just 18 um so I wonder if like they just were high school sweethearts and it was like I guess that's the next step and then they realized very quickly of like so we only got married because like it was like this expected thing and not because that was really what we wanted. We really just wanted to stay mm-hmm. friends and now they're part of the family. I, yeah, I don't know. F- I mean, I
0: had a relationship like that, my first relationship, you know, for five years and, you know, by the time it ended, it was, you know, there wasn't any romance left. It was, we were like roommates, but, um, and still mm-hmm. friendly. And, and I guess friends for all and purposes, but we didn't hang out together because we didn't need to. You know what I mean? Because, we had other friends and, and we didn't need to hang out together just because, you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of – if, you, if you're still kind of – if that person's still doing all this stuff with you, it's like, why? And you know what I mean? That's kind of odd. Plus, your friends have partners, which I'm
1: like, mm-hmm.
0: you can't tell me that wouldn't be weird.
1: I mean, I think it would be weird. It wouldn't be for me. It would not be something – I don't think would be something that I would be. Clearly I wouldn't too. be because I have all like, these opinions. <laughs> <laughs> would be like, why is your ex like here? And you're just hanging out. Yeah. No. And, and it doesn't mean but,
0: hate each other. like you can be fr- like, you know, I could hang out, like I could be around my ex-husband and it wouldn't, there wouldn't be any, like, I'm not, I don't see him like that anymore or anything like that, but I wouldn't choose to hang out with him. Plus when you go through a divorce, it's like, well, what's the, why why didn't they just like separate and not go through the formal divorce process? Well,
1: I'm sure you they still do to that. Other people and get married to people okay, they I actually guess. wanted right. to.
0: And wouldn't that person be kind of your yeah. best friend and all that? I mean, I don't know. It just seems kind of weird. It just seems weird when you don't have kids. But
1: mm-hmm. anyway, I don't know. I don't think it's healthy to have your partner your only. Like, I agree. I just think friend. it starts the yeah. water
0: start. It just seems kind of codependent. I suppose is is the word. It starts to feel like yeah. like. You really can't let go of that person. And that seems kind of weird, not Mm -hmm. because you want to be with them like that, but you can't let go of them. And that is kind of like weird.
1: And that's why we're going to be talking about (laughs) boundaries and all of that stuff (laughs) like this on the podcast, because with you being a therapist, you really can dive deeper into like your motivation behind setting a boundary. Because I think everybody says, oh, you got to set boundaries, got to do this. But what the hell does that even mean? We all know we have to do it. But one, it's not easy. Setting boundaries is hard. It's consistent work, especially in divorce. I think you have to set them like, and then set them again. And then like, keep reminding, like somehow all of a sudden people have amnesia and don't remember the boundaries. Yeah, you because they don't like that. <laughs> um, and holding yourself accountable. Yeah. And, you know, boundaries is kind of that thing, like you mentioned, Michelle is so intertwined into everything we're talking about, like, you know, boundaries within dating, boundaries within talking about the divorce with whoever you have to talk about it with. Um, I mean, even
0: like when you and I talk and I'm, I'll push you to say something and you're like, I don't think so. That's your boundary, right? You've got to know like Mm -hmm. when it's too much, when it's not enough for yourself, you know? I mean, that's kind of important. I think most of the Mm -hmm. time people, you know, when someone sets a boundary, they might keep pushing it probably because they're not used to you setting it. Right. I mean, that's often how that works. Right. I mean, if I know that, you know, somebody isn't going to be agreeing to my terms. If I just know that initially, I'm not going to keep trying. But, you know, it, it's mm-hmm. hard. It's hard to, to set them and it's hard to recognize them. It's hard. First of all, it's hard to realize that you don't have them.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And I think, too, if you when you're in a relationship for a long time, if you were married, I mean, I guess you don't even need to be married that long. But once you're getting divorced and things change and now you have boundaries mm-hmm. that you didn't have in your relationship, it's it's difficult for your you know, soon to be ex-partner to kind of navigate that too, because you're, you know, you're no longer a team. You now have your own separate boundaries and needs (laughs) and expectations and all that, as do they. And then, you know, trying to figure that out with, with not even with each other for, with your interactions with each other.
0: So, so you guys can kind of establish a new framework, right? Like your ex doesn't still have the access to your house. Right. Right. Does that mean you need to change the locks? Well, hopefully you don't. Hopefully you both understand that you don't have the right to kind of come and go, right? My ex-husband, you know, when I was going through the divorce process, like at, as soon as he moved out, he, he's not allowed to come in and go into my bedroom. I remember my, him doing that at one point and my attorney freaking out because that's clearly a violation of the boundary. I was like, okay, but I was still mm-hmm. learning. You know what I mean? I was like, he needed a piece of paperwork from the safe. Yeah. And she's like, it is a no-no.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think I probably would just change the locks. Though I moved out and my, my ex-husband never had keys, but I think if I had I stayed didn't in own, a place, I think I, I would. not my Just for though, my own. I not yeah. do it. Oh. I would have had to do it. I would have had to call my yeah. mom. I would have had to get
0: yeah. a, a whole thing. And I just didn't want to do that. I didn't want to have that conversation oh, yeah. yet. Right. At that point. Yeah. I didn't know how it was going to affect my lease. But then I didn't know, you know, those things where you're like, should yeah. I, I mean, yeah. should I do this That's yet? Cool. I'm getting ready to, cause I was actually just layer. renewing my lease at that point. I'm like, do I let let him know that? Do I let him know not know that? Will that will that affect my lease? Do, you know, I mean, all of that stuff. Where it's like, oh, mm-hmm. so it's one boundary,
1: yes.
0: trying to figure out one boundary with my ex, and also trying to figure out the boundary with my landlord, <laughs> and those are competing boundaries. Mm-hmm. It's like the Constitution. God damn it, it's very it's complicated.
1: complicated <laughs> yeah. So it's going to be a fun oh, season. Nothing's that simple so fun so we will be off until may and season two will be starting back up again in hawaii
0: i'm excited
1: and i'm living (laughs) vicariously i'm gonna be you know how uh uh apple tv or uh whatever we have i think we have a fire stick now but it has these backgrounds so you can put it on like fireplace beach I'm going to pour myself a fancy tropical drink go. and pretend I'm on vacation with you. In bed. Not going in bed. anywhere. <laughs> just... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll actually turn the heat back on. I'll, I'll give in and be like, it's too cold. It'll be here beautiful be there in awesome. Atlanta. Sit in my apartment. Yes, so... Yeah. It might be 45 degrees outside. There you go. I didn't, know, I didn't know. I didn't know Apple mind. TV had that. That's pretty cool. But the real yeah. thing's kind of nice. too. Fun. Uh, i mean if you say so i'll just have to take (laughs) your word for it well i'm looking forward to
0: (laughs) talking in our new season and bringing up all kinds of cool topics i think it's lots of fun
1: yeah thank you thank you everybody for listening and for spending a little bit of your day with us again if you have questions or a topic you want us to touch on Feel free to email us at podcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at forbetternotworst. Right. Thank
0: you podcast. all. And you guys remember you are beautiful, amazing, strong, and you are worth it.